Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Everybody and welcome back to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Before we get started, let me tell you, you can always find us at blogtalkusa.com or blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa. You can also download our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, pretty much any place you can find podcasts, you can find Blog Talk USA, and you can find Marvelous Monday as well as a view from the top under that banner. Okay, without any further ado, here is the lady of the hour, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. I am just jumping with joy. Good evening, good evening. Miss Rihanna's voice is loud and clear. <laughs> good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a wonderful. Miss Rihanna, let me just tell you, this has been an amazing day today here in the great city of Tyler, Texas. First, let me greet everybody by saying hello, hello, and welcome to Marvelous Monday. We're always proud when man, woman, boy, girl comes in and listens to our uh, podcast, our network uh, this evening, Monday evening, Marvelous Monday, and so I'm excited. But I, I was so excited to hear your voice, Miss Rihanna. And I'm going to bring this up today, but let's see if the rest of that team is out there. I usually can hear Dr. Hagney immediately. So who's here with us tonight? They're not on yet, but I know they'll be trickling in. (laughs) (laughs) They'll trickle in, right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I won't share my day until they all trickle in. That's unusual for Dr. Hagney. He's usually usually front row center immediately. But let me start by saying that we had an outstanding Weekend, we had none other than the grandmother of Juneteenth, the person who made the federal holiday possible, the person who has been nominated to get a Nobel Peace Prize. She oh, is wow. amazing, Miss Opal Lee. Yes, I didn't know if you knew that she's going to be getting a Nobel Peace Prize. That's amazing. Ms. It is, and she is amazing. And her message, I did record some of it. Her message was outstanding. We had a lot of people to come out to see her. We we got her book. She's writing a children's book, wrote a children's book, and it's all about Juneteenth. Oh, good. Oh, just beautiful. So she was just so good, and she is a member of the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, and all of her sisters were there. Ms. Oh, Rihanna. I bet. And so, oh, oh, they were front row center, and so it was a beautiful evening. We thank the city of Tyler for giving the Rose Garden, uh, and then all of the people who came out and set up booths and so forth, and we thank the Democratic uh, Club for providing food and, and refreshments. They had a Rudy's Barbecue, 
And so it was just an outstanding evening. And so they called me, Miss Brianna, came to, well, no, they came to the restaurant at about 3.30, and they said, can you be the mistress of ceremony? And so, <laughs> of course, I said, well, well I, I guess so. <laughs> the, person, the person that was supposed to be has not responded. So um, so I became the mistress of ceremony at 3.30, and the event started at 5. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this is why Dr. Shirley McKellar is always prepared. You will never catch her unprepared for any you event. Stay pre- you better stay prepared. <laughs> so I did. I was the mistress of ceremony. I did the proclamation. And we expeditiously went right on through. It was a very long program, but I got us in there and out in two hours because it's Sunday evening. There are some people that may have to go to work. And we just Mm -hmm. thanked all of those people for coming out and giving their Sunday uh, afternoon uh, to this event. And and so, and and all of the awardees, I got uh, awards for, I have to read on, but it's the Phoenix Rise Award for my outstanding service, so they quote, quote, unquote, my outstanding service in the community. Oh, wow. yes. Wonderful. So it, it was beautiful. It was, it, I well was humbled served. by it. Well, thank you. Thank you. So it was outstanding. And then we went on over to today, but I wish those team members would, would come on in so that I could share uh, the one thing that I've been working on really hard and that's growing North Tyler and bringing it up to where we want it to be. And it looks like that we're working uh, with a group of amazing, amazing um, investors from out of Florida and New York and Kansas. And we had an outstanding meeting uh, today at the restaurant. And we thank the uh, staff for coming in and preparing a special meal for us. The meal was outstanding, outstanding, outstanding. We had, they had for us um, blackened uh, fish and fried, and then they had, what was the other thing? Oh, oh, then they had um, baked chicken, and then they had shrimp greens and candied yams, and then mashed potatoes and green beans, and uh, you would have thought that it was Thanksgiving already. I mean, we had, and then chocolate cake was our Mm. dessert. (laughs) It was standing. It was delicious. So kudos to them for coming on their off day and preparing a scrumptious meal for us. And so they tipped a big time for that, but we had about 15 people involved in this group uh, today, uh, we're going to be building, doing some building uh, in in our own in our community. So what what uh, Miss Opalie says is don't wait around for anybody. Just take charge and do things for yourself and figure That's out right. how you can make it happen and how you can bring people in to make it possible. So yeah. we're taking her message at heart. This is a message we yeah. believe in, anyways, right, Miss Rihanna? We believe Absolutely. in that. Message. Absolutely. Right. So she just that's reiterated what that's right, what we already already believe in anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's that. 
And so I don't know. How, can you send a message to those guys? I will. We I sure will. <laughs> send a message to them. And so um, we know that uh, breaking news here tonight, there's five dead and 18 uh, injured in Colorado yeah. at that club. Um, I think they call it yeah. club, club shooting. Yeah. Club shooting. Um, somebody came oh, in here. and unloaded. There. Club Q. Uh, oh. okay. yeah. It was Club Q. Club Q, okay. It took the lives of some people, five dead and 18 injured, I believe, right now. How are you doing, pa- uh, Pastor? Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Matter of fact, uh, one of our president in the uh, uh, Hispanic uh, political pack, they're having a, a vigil tomorrow. We're joining them at 630 mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just terrible. Well, it is. Colorado Springs, I believe, is what it was. Colorado mm-hmm. Springs. I think the shooter was a young man, 22 years old. Yeah. 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 It, says, it says a hate Yes, he's the grandson of a California assemblyman. I'm not sure where in California, though. Oh, I'll look that oh, up. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You have you have an article you can share with us, Miss Rihanna? I'm gonna try to find one right now. I was just reading okay. that Lauren Robert uh, sent out uh, the typical thoughts and prayers, and this lawless violence needs to end now, and. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez clapped back at her and said, uh, your time in Congress has been spent elevating anti-LGBTQ hate and transphobic lies and blocking even the most common sense uh, gun safety measures. You don't get to thoughts and prayers your way out of this one. So I I thought that was pretty interesting. And in my opinion, very true. Um, so I'm, I'll look for another article. Okay. So, uh, but, wow. You know, yeah. That is, that is just really sad that, that there's so much hate in the world that mm-hmm. people just go inside of a place and take the lives. But let me ask you guys this. Did you see the special that Gabby Gifford did. Who saw that special on Sunday night? Did you see that one? Oh, I did not. Yes. I was driving back from thing. Dallas. I did not see it. Oh, was, oh is that right? Okay. Did you see it, Miss Rihanna? I did not. It, 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 it photographed of when they were shot and who all life was lost, all the way mm-hmm. up to her hospitalization to her a brain surgery to she even she even has the the uh, brain the part of her brain that was removed and they mm. they asked her what did you want to do with it and she says well, I'll keep it and so she has it in this container and it's kept under refrigeration. Wow! And, uh, it was wow. an amazing. So I know that's what I said. I mean, it, I was humbled just watching her mm. and how where she's come from and how the, what her struggle was like. And they photographed everything all the way during her illness and everything. And to see yeah. how determined this yeah. young lady was. She is That's amazing. Right. Oh, you're talking about a yeah. success story. 
Right. She, is a she has had a long, long struggling, you know, recovery uphill all the way. Her husband has stuck by her. Thank goodness he just won his election um, and just stood by her side the, the entire time. And she, you're right, determined, uh, perseverance. She's amazing. She's really, and again, again, uh, you know, I know that um, it's been said in the talking points coming from one side of the aisle for years, but that was political violence, politically motivated violence that came, you know, right from a boiling pot of hate speech and, and violent rhetoric. And, you know, it's, it's dangerous. It has real implications. Nancy Pelosi's husband was just attacked with a hammer. The FBI and, and uh, anti-terrorist um, right. uh, experts have said it's a direct result of this rhetoric, this, this violent call right. to arms rhetoric. And this country sure. is, we don't have a great ta- track record for assassinations no, of political figures, political violence. We just, we have to be responsible in what we say. Very good. Absolutely. What we say and, and, and what we do to people. Yes. And all of this comes on the heels of uh, the shooting, assassination of uh, JFK this same week. Yes. Yes. That's right. So these these are reminders. They're, they're not coincidence. These are reminders on purpose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I had forgotten about that part. That oh, here's the team. What happened to him? And okay, go ahead. Did, we go. did you say something, Miss Rihanna? Go ahead. Yes, Miss Arthur's on. Oh, hi, Miss Arthur. How are you? Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing great. great. Good. Happy Thanksgiving week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Arthur, I was talking about as the Black Queen of America, and that's Miss Opal Lee. Any comments oh. from you on Miss Opal Lee from you and Pastor Cooper? Let me tell you what. She said Kylie Texas on fire last night. <laughs> well, it couldn't help but get on fire with two queens sitting there. That's right. That's my, bro- that's my brother right there. That's my brother right there. That's what the History Channel should look like. I was I was making uh, comments towards that yesterday, and I mean this. I mean this is yes, what our were. history books should look like. I mean it's just what it is. Yeah. It's just a, and the other thing is, I watched a documentary. If you go to YouTube, you can find it by Miss Oprah Lee. She's a businesswoman, ex-school teacher, businesswoman. Absolutely. And, uh, it's, oh, yeah, feeding countless numbers of people. And, and and you have to be proficient in business at the grand scale that she and the amount of property that she owns. Yeah, a lot of people say, oh, she's a, the, 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 uh, uh, the queen, the mother of Juneteenth. And they leave it there. But you have to unpack all of what she is and what she represents. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that your ladder would be greater. Man, she is in that thing. She's in that ladder and greater. You know, she, she's so funny, too. She said, uh, 
she said, you know, I, I went to school. She had an amazing story. But she graduated from high school at age 16, right? And her mother had her all set to go to school at Wiley. And they said they didn't have, really have the money. Well, at that time, maybe they figured out a way. But she decided to get married. And she said her mother was so mad at her that she could have, she just could have really injured her. She was so angry because she was so smart. Her mother wanted to go and get her education, right? So she went off and got married. And then she ended up with the four children. And so then she came back to her mother and said, I guess after maybe seeing her husband divorce, I'm not sure she didn't mention that part. But she um, she went back to her mother and said, uh, I'm getting ready to go to college. And so her mother said, I don't have any money to send you to college. Angrily, she said it. She said, but I will take care of the children. <laughs> so as, as it happened, grandmother took care of the children while she went to school at Wiley and got her degree in education. And, of course, she was teaching uh, third graders, fourth graders, the eight-year-olds. And she said uh, they told her she began to act like the eighth graders, so, I mean, the eight-year-olds, so they needed to put her someplace else. So they put her in, she said, in social services, social work, where she was working with the um, underprivileged children to make sure that they had what they needed in order to go to school. And so that wasn't really paying enough money because she was making $2,000 a year, right? And so she went to work at Lockheed Martin. So she got off from school, and then an hour later, she got out of school at 3, and at 4 o'clock she had to be at Lockheed Martin, got off at midnight, and then went home and slept a little bit, and then right back up the next morning and going back back to work again, teaching in the classroom. Determination, would you guys say? And she continued on to become, yes, to become successful. As Mr. Arthur mentioned, she's a businesswoman, and that's why she's written written a book, because she's about business. And she admonished us and said, don't wait around for anybody to help you. You help yourself. You figure out how you can make things happen. Work with Dr. McKellar, she told us. Work with them to make things happen in this community. Don't fight against one another. Work with each other. I was living, I was over there doing the happy dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> because she is wow. absolutely correct. She said, make yourself well, you know, a committee of one. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately or uh, unfortunately, we got, I mean, in our community, we got, oh, we got multi, multitude of stories like, like, like hers that ain't, that, that, that they ain't never going to be told, right? Mm-hmm. You know, folks that have, yeah, absolutely folks correct. That have, uh, went, that, went that extra mile and died, right? But, but they did it. And yeah. so, you know, it, 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 she, so she's emblematic of our, of our, uh, you know, determination, struggle as a community. So I, you know, so I admire her for that. She represents us. Yeah. Absolutely. You're absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Go, 
Go ahead, Mr. Uh, I was just reading. I didn't. I didn't know this about her. I, I know that you Texans uh, know this, but for anybody out there who isn't aware, she is a founding board member of Transform 1012 North Main Street. It's a coalition of Fort Worth, a nonprofit and arts organizations working to turn a former Ku Klux Klan auditorium into the Fred Rouse Center and Museum for Arts and Community Healing. And Fred Rouse was a man who was lynched uh, by a Fort Worth mob in 1921. And Transform uh, North Main Street was was formed in 2019 and announced the acquisition of the building in January of 2022. So that's, that's really a great project. I didn't know that about her. And she's only 96 years old. <laughs> so oh, she'll get it done. Not, no, no, she's 97. <laughs> 94. No, is she 97? That's right. No, 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 she's 96. You're right. Because I was, I was saying, when I did the proclamation, I said 95. And she, uh, okay. when she did her speech, she said, I'm 96. Wow. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, you what. Never, you got to move. You have to move. Well, Miss Rihanna, you have to move quickly to keep up with Miss Opalie. I I bet I bet. I mean, we saw her the, the signing of the Juneteenth bill uh, when President Biden got down on one knee, which I thought was a, such a gesture, um, well deserved. And she, I, I was shocked to read that she was in her nineties. Truly, I mean, she just wow. But as Dr. McKellar reminds me, black don't crack, so. There's that. <laughs> I'm sitting here cracking up, Miss uh, Miss Rihanna. <laughs> oh, did you lose me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was. Yes. I thought I put everybody on hold. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. Let me tell you what. That is some kind of young lady. She yes. Is. Amazing. Well, well, let's talk about Marjorie Taylor. Yeah. Oh. I know. I know. She wants the shadow to speaker. Uh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. What reasons? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna investigate Hunter Biden like he's been the president, and then they're gonna in, in, work on impeaching President Biden. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. what I'm not sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they don't have to have a reason, right? They just do these. No, things. they don't. Right. No, they. Don't. Yeah, because because we in, we impeached their president who happened to commit crimes, so they're gonna turn around and impeach Joe Biden because his son had a laptop, I guess. And by the way, their cover story for wanting to investigate him is his his dealings with foreign governments as though that he, that he served on the board of a foreign right that government. he served on the board yeah and and in order for that to make any kind of sense uh they would at the very least not have witnessed the prior presidency and the nepotism that went on literally in the white house and the, you know, children flying around and doing business out in the open for their father, using the office, having these foreign entanglements. 
right in front of our faces. It's like they they just pretend that we didn't all see all that, and now all of a sudden, you know, ha- oh, my goodness, I need a couch to faint on because Hunter Biden <laughs> had this business. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. We're just – it's the gaslighting is off the charts and the hypocrisy. What we don't want to do, though, y'all, we don't want to gaslight – you know, you know, folks that we talking to, because see, you can't if you overanalyze stupid, if you overanalyze what we know this is, right? You know, they got caught right. with their hands stuck on the tar baby, right? And and the light mm-hmm. came on, and, and so they looking around, going, well, maybe we just keep doing it. Won't nobody notice that we're doing it? And so basically, right. all they're gonna do, they're gonna write, they're gonna write a lot of ads for the next campaign. So right. the, the 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 voters, the voters already said that they tired of that. So if they're gonna keep that up, you know, you, hey, you know, they, you know, have at it, you know. So you know, they're just gonna look more stupider as they do it, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they are what they are. As, as, as my husband said, when they tell you the first time, just believe them. So yeah. I believe them. You yeah, know, that's who they are. And so we need to, you know, prepare about what are we gonna be doing? Why are they doing all yeah. this stupid stuff? That's what. That's the question I, that, that I would ask. What are we gonna be doing? Why are they doing that? So what are your suggestions about what we should be doing, Mr. Arthur? And then we'll hear from maybe Pastor Cooper and may have some suggestions about what we should be doing. Go ahead. Well, well we definitely have to. We definitely have to organize. And, and remember, you know, I told you about the uh, the uh, 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 emergency geo TV infrastructure program that I introduced at the NAACP State Conference. And basically, what that's about is that's about uh, us developing our power and energy independent of the Democrat and Republican Party. We need to develop. Our, we need to organize ourselves independent of the Republican and Democratic Party, where we can aim our power at both of them. Uh, the Hispanics they voting pretty much fifty fifty. Uh, so, so that means that we're in a position where we can actually, uh, you know, pick some winners. You know, mm-hmm. now, I don't know if you saw that thing or not, but it's, it's a lot of folks that was. It's a lot of black women upset about the fact that seventy two percent of white women. Uh, voted for voted for you know for the Republicans this past time, so that means that the yeah. black wave was real. The black wave was real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, yeah. what we did was real. Yeah. And, and that's why I was telling folks. I say, look, Emily, listen, them and all them. I'm just telling you, get to the promised land. We ain't with you. That ain't the promised land. And so where they was, <laughs> I'm glad y'all didn't go with them. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> we we know where we belong. Mm, okay, I'm going to have to take this call that's coming right now. So, Ms. Rihanna, can you take over for me, please? Absolutely. And, Pastor Cooper, what do you say? What, what's our? I like what you had to say, Arthur. I think that was excellent, excellent points that you made, um, especially comparing. Look what Hispanic voters are able to do and how they wield their power. And then look at this black wave that – the only wave that did happen, the legitimate wave, the black wave. So excellent point. Pastor Cooper, what say you? Well, with that being said, and he's on point, I concur and agree. Yeah. Um, but I, I've decided to no longer talk about what we are going to do. And only gonna, I mean, we're going to have plans and have a future, but I'm only going to discuss the things we're doing. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, one of the things uh, our group and organizations in this area, and, and I'm working with multiple coalitions, including Anglo men and women and individuals and elected officials and those that are candidates and those that are uh, designed to be candidates. So we hold them all accountable. We had a neighborhood association in the neighborhood that was forgotten and left behind. Uh, it's an African-American, uh, predominantly African-American neighborhood, about 97%. And, um, I mean, the, the roads are, are, are not being paved. The, the, the uh, trash is not being removed. Uh, the ditches are not being dug out. And so they left behind. So, and then we wonder why they're not voting because nothing's happening for them, right. no matter who's the mayor, who's the county judge, who's the president, who's the governor. Their life has remained constant since 1955, 1965, 1975, 1980, third generation. He is born to schools that are dilapidated, uh, poor mm-hmm. drinking water. So we are in the we had a neighborhood meeting tonight, and uh, – we, we had the mayor there. We had city council there. We had newly elected officials there. And we held them accountable. And we were on Zoom. You can go back and watch it right now. It's on uh, city councilman A.J. Turner, which our friend Dr. Sherman McKellar met at uh, a mass meeting that they had for municipalities. And she hugged him and took pictures with him and took him under her wings. And he's learning from her first term um, city councilman. And uh, we are pushing the envelope. I mean, we had a judge there, first-time judge, Justice Peace, uh, Mr. Campbell. I'm going to call and get her on the show, uh, Ms. Doyle. She literally, on, on like every third Saturday, is picking up trash out of ditches. And then also holding the neighborhoods accountable to cut their own ditch, uh, to empty the trash. Report when they send. A lot of people don't realize tires. It's very expensive to recycle and dispose of tires. So now companies are going to black neighborhoods, African-American neighborhoods, and dropping off tires that are hard to remove. They can pick up 10 and 30 and show up the next day. Mm. So this, this, this is a deliberate action by corporation or business that's probably receiving tax breaks and, and, and not paying property tax like companies like ExxonMobil. That, that, that was the largest, the largest landholder in southeast Texas. And they paid less tax than I did last year. Mm-hmm. Wow. These are the things that we're doing. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're not waiting. We're not planning. We're doing it. Six years I found out something, that no one cares about your neighborhood like you care about your neighborhood, and we have to force those in power, uh, force their hand, and, and keep them accountable. So uh, I have a friend of mine. He started buying a property in the south end. I'm looking at property north end, looking at building homes in those areas. We're redeveloping those areas that we grew up in, and, feel, and we want to make sure that the next generation, they feel comfortable in those areas and, and empower them. And watch this, then they're both. Then they're both. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We always say you have to give some people something to vote for. And I also like what you said about not just holding the people in power accountable, but even holding the people accountable for their own neighborhoods. When I, I grew up, you know, I, I didn't have, we didn't have anything when when I was growing up. I never knew it, of course, because I just thought, you know, everything everything was huge and wonderful and great. I didn't know we were, you know, poor and struggling. 
uh, as a kid, but we were. And I remember, no matter what, we were always clean. And I remember my mom saying when I got older, Amen. it was, yes, she said, I always made sure that, that the house was clean, that my kids were clean. She said, but, you know, it gets hard to care so much. She said, I was so proud of everything I had because it was mine, but it does get hard after a while. You wonder how neighborhoods go downhill. You look around, and you know that this is as good as it gets, and you get tired. And, you know, it, it's it's not that people don't want to be accountable. It's that you have to inspire people. Look what you can make. Because when nobody cares about people, it, it just makes it so much easier for them to give up on themselves. So just a little inspiration and a little accountability. We all need that in our lives. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. And it's good. It's not an easy task. Right, right. No, it's it's absolutely not. But, you know, it, what what do you have to vote for if everybody has been ignoring you? What what would be the reason to vote? I mean, it's you just I think that that's that's what you should be doing. That's what we should all be doing. I love that. And and we can all do that in our own lives, in our own neighborhoods, in our own communities. Everybody needs that inspiration. Everybody needs to know what, what exactly is it that we're – what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we fighting for? What are we – you know, what what's this all about? Because if you're just putting a politician's, you know, rear end in a seat so that they can enrich themselves, that's not worth it to most people. And can you imagine if we had 60% of our population voting, 70%, let's not even dream of 100, but we would win every election. The people who care about public policy and people's lives would win in every election. But we've got to give people something to vote for. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'll go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 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 Go and hold, uh, you know, our nonprofit leaders and, and, and you know, besides politicians, hold, hold, hold our community leaders accountable and, and, mm-hmm. and have them work on organizing. Uh, and, that, and that's what it's going to be about, organizing, getting those folks out. But, Mike, you're right. They don't see nothing. That's why they ain't come out. Republicans and Democrats right. look like the same folks here in Texas. They look like yes. the same people. And so yes. until you make it look different, until you make it act different, you know, you're gonna be keep getting that same result. So, uh, but I'm but I'm excited about the opportunity. I think there's an opportunity there, and we just need to organize around it. And so that's what I'm gonna be trying. I mean, that's what my goal is to uh, work that and organize around the opportunity. I see it. Mm-hmm. It's there. Mm-hmm. Just need to do it. Absolutely. Mike, let's do it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to amuse my I've been charging my phone and moving around. But um to say what you were you were saying earlier and to continue that is um as I would drive around I noticed on I ten and it goes from east to west and 
then I, I've been on 66, Route 66 before. I've been on 95. I, I noticed something uh, in, in, in just riding that when I entered from one city to another city, another county to another county, 254 counties, now uh, I, I had a day job, so I hadn't hit 254 counties in, in Texas like uh, uh, Beto, but I, I knocked out about 180, 190. Um, but I did a lot of rural areas. I ended up in, in East Texas. Matter of fact, Congresswoman she Jackson Lee, she said, how's my East Texas boy doing? I said, well, you know, I'm Southeast Texas. She said, oh, I've seen you all up and down East Texas. So uh, I'm a rural kind of guy. I love the uh, open roads and the asphalt and the rolling hills because you get more rolling hills on the background, on the back uh, streets. But I noticed something. All the ditches are cut. All the uh, uh, hedges are clipped when I go from city to city, county to county. And, and so there's consistency there. When this city limit stops, the next city takes over. When that county stops, the next county takes over. And the water drains. The water doesn't remain on the streets. Uh, uh, for the most part, the, the streets are paved. But I can always tell when I'm in. Uh, either a rural, rural area or an urban area because some of that stuff, the upkeep is not as tidy as when you're in other areas. So mm-hmm. those are the things that, that, that uh, we're looking at in our community right now, those basic things. Uh, again, uh, we, we're beautifying Beaumont, Texas, and we're asking everyone to beautify their Beaumont, Texas, whatever that city or town is. And then that in itself would empower and make people feel good about themselves. You yes. no longer would ever have to ask them to come out and vote because the judge, Justice of Peace, that is picking up paper next to you, you know her last name, her first name, mm-hmm. you know her children's name because they're with her. That's the best door knock you can do right there when you're in the neighborhood all the time, not just in the, in the uh, church pew right. at 1120, 11.45, trying to get to six churches at one time, and they can't even remember your face or name because you got it there so fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely right. Dr. McKellar, did I hear no. you? Oh, Okay. I thought I heard Dr. McKellar saying something. Pastor Cooper, that's such a good point. And it, it I hope people I hope people can can visualize what you're saying like I can. It, because it just makes such a huge difference. And we've talked about this a thousand times on here as well, what made such a huge difference in uh President Obama's campaign after they after the election, the first election that he won and they did a huge survey in Texas, the number one thing that people said uh, for first-time voters, and not particularly, you know, necessarily young first-time voters, but people who have, you know, lived through several elections and came out to vote for the very first time for President Obama, they said the biggest difference uh, that made them motivated to vote was that somebody just showed up at their door. They had never had anybody show up before. And they had somebody to come and personally talk to them and ask them about their community and about what they dreamed of and what they hoped for. And that mattered so much to them. So think of how much it matters to know that 
these people with their names on this ballot aren't just names on the ballot. They're your neighbors. They're people who care about your community. They're people who do want to make sure the trash is picked up and the hedges are trimmed and the, you know, that, that the community is nice and you see them at the grocery store. It just makes such a, it makes a huge difference for people to be invested in the community that they say they want to represent. It just, it it motivates people more than, more than we can even imagine. Uh, Just to, to know that somebody who's asking for their vote actually cares and i because that's but, but that goes back to organizing yeah but it does goes back to it does go back to organizing, right? back to organizing. Mm-hmm. And, and until we get until we until we get it down like that like what mike's talking about what you're talking about actually going to the community saying what do you need uh you know what's your issues right you know yeah. here's what we're yeah. doing this is what we're trying to do and until you put together that kind of until you put together that kind of ground game that yeah. can go around and actually do that you know, again, like, you know, this past election, now it was different from the other ones that we've had. I, I, I tell people, I said, you know, it kind of looked like the ones that we've been having, right? Democrats run, Democrats, Democrats lose. But it was yeah. a little bit different. I, I did see, see some differences in the numbers, but, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, we got to make the, I saw the analysis on on TV, and the guy said, basically what he said was, the Democrats need to put together a diverse ticket here in Texas yeah. in order to win. Yeah. We run just a straight white ticket pretty much and, and you know, and win it because the coalition that 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 you need to put together, you know, that's not it here in Texas. And so mm-hmm. that's why I tell people, uh, you know, you know, Beto he didn't really want to run, so that's why he ran such a poor campaign in my opinion. You know, because again <laughs> and I tell anybody who listen, he never he he never knocked on uh, Pastor Cooper's door. He never knocked on his door not one time and said, "Hey, come and help me with this campaign." Not one time. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that just told me all I need to know. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This name is Mr. Arthur. Huh? <laughs> I'm listening. No, yeah. Hey, hey, brother Arthur. And tonight he's gonna be my brother. I'm not gonna fight with him. I'm, I'm gonna concur with him. Watch this. There's a guy we all know. And if you've written, uh, read this book, it's called Purpose Driven Life. Has anyone ever read that or heard of that? Uh, of yeah. course, I've read it several times. There you go. And uh, that, that's out of, out of, what is it, out of San Antonio? No, no. He's he, out of, actually. Uh, no, he's out of California, uh, out of California. I'm California, sorry. there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Rick Warren. Rick Warner. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, As a matter of fact, let me uh, w- share this with you. The reason why San Antonio is on my mind, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then right. I'm going to give right. you back this story. He came sure. and spoke to us when we arrived home from war. Came and spoke to us and gave us all a, um autographed copy of The Purpose Driven Life. Go right ahead. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, and see, he met you where you were. You were coming back home. And, 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 and the most uh, stressful time for a veteran or one that's from war is come because it's time of uncertainty. Not sure if the, yeah. the same relationship with your spouse is there. Not sure how your children are going to react to your return. Not not sure because the family dynamic has changed. They, they they've learned to live without you. All these things, Absolutely. jobs and opportunities, all yeah. these things. Only and the only way I know is because I, I have a brother that's 11 years older than myself and came in after the Vietnam War 
and, and purpose. And, and I mean, so that book is so timely for what you guys, you all were, were dealing with. And, and so I saw my brother struggle for 20 years to find a purpose because he, he was uh, a sniper. And he had the nightmares, you know, and he explained to me uh, how he knew if he conquered his objective by looking in the crosshairs and, and he would see what he described to me because I'm, he, it had to be a PG movie. I'm 12 years of age. He said, when I saw the ketchup in my screen, I knew I, I made contact. Amazing. So, wow. Yeah. So, so these are the things. That, that that we didn't do it. So it's a spiritual thing. And so I thank Dr. Sure. Rick Warren for that because I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. This is how he started right. this 28,000-member church over 30-something years ago. He started it by go- taking a survey going from door to door, asking people, what is it that they missed in church? Why were they not in attendance to church? He went on Sundays on purpose to catch people that were not at, at, at church. They were at home. And he was saying, what, what are you looking for out of a pastor? What are you looking for out of a deacon? What are you looking for out of an usher? What are you looking at? And before he could finish the survey a year and a half later, those people started calling him and saying, can you pastor me? Mm-hmm. And he had to find a place to continue the conversation with those people that he was surveying. He ne- his and mission this- was never to start to work. Right. No, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just yeah, yeah. back. And, and so, and that's that's what I've gleaned now from this process. Of, uh, as you ran for the United States Congress, now Mayor Pro Tem, eventually uh, Mayor, I just in, in in your future. I don't know if you announce or not announce, but I'm, I'm just saying okay. what, what I see. Talk about. It. But what I've yeah, so what I've gleaned from this is, is that. When we do what we're doing now, when we show up and, and no one else is at the circle there, Tyler, uh, but we're there and we tell the cameraman to roll the camera because we're waiting for the news to show up and it dawned on us and we all said in unison, we are the news. Uh, so we don't need to wait for the news to show up. We, we're the best news media we have. And tonight in our uh, neighborhood uh, association meeting in the north end where I grew up, it's been four years since they had one. And a young lady that's a beautician that decided to do it at her father's church that he founded opened up the doors to the church, and she had a packed house with more information than I ever received in a massive gathering of 5,000 people in Irving, Texas, which is the largest gathering I've ever received. Uh, I've been a part of when Beto ran for the United States Senate. We were in Arlington, Texas. More information was distributed, and, and more people were moved. And we'll see more people vote because of the activity that's happening in their neighborhood. When we stop running for office and start running for service, we'll have people vote. Shut your mouth now. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Pastor Cooper, I'm going to share this with you. Go ahead, Ms. Charter. I was going to say, uh, uh, Pastor Cooper, they got the, the, there's a thing right now where uh, uh, some of the some of the folks that start trying to complain about some of the black pastors doing politics from the pulpit. Now, ain't that something, right? You know, we didn't watch we didn't watch all these white pastors do that for how long now? And then when the black oh, pastors start doing they that, do, they they're professional. <laughs> yeah, they're professional. Mm. Yeah, uh, what's the name? Uh, white, um, Paula White. Paula White. <laughs> She's been doing it for a years. They all, they all, they all, they all, they all, they all do it. I can remember. 
as, well, as the Lord well, Baptist, Green Acres Baptist Church, the largest one, wrote a letter, fifteen thousand pieces of mail, and said, "Vote for, don't vote for President Obama." And mm. and he also talked about uh, we, what we needed to do to uh, homosexuals that lived uh, in mm-hmm. another country, Uganda or somewhere. And uh-huh. I had to reach out to him on that. Remember that? Yes. Uh-huh. Reach out to him hey, on hey, that. Hey, and then that's that's when hey, he invited me. Well, oh, oh, Doctor McKellar, come on over to my church, and we'll open uh-huh. the doors to you. Remember that, Miss Rihanna? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Hey, 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 yeah. you're East Texas, Miss Shirley. East Texas. Uh, back when we did the get the vote thing down in East Texas, uh, you know, and, and we with the Jerry TV thing and, and NWCP, we got black folks signed up all over the nation. Started doing it. Started doing it big time. Julian Bond was in the was in the poor pit, pit, and he and he mentioned something. I forget what it was exactly, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't nothing compared to today. But he said something. Uh, 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 Joe Scarborough, uh, 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 that the, the lady, uh, what was her name, uh, uh, Olympia Snow, and and then uh, and then one with the crack voice up there, and, and I forget who else was. But anyway, uh, a banner up there. No, but anyway, it was another Republican. It was about four of them. They filed a complaint about the NAACP <laughs> doing politics from the pulpit, and to make a long story short. Uh, they, you know, they, they basically killed our program as far as you know the, the, the GOTV stuff. Menfume, uh, he, he, you know, George Bush, and they messed with him for about, they messed with him for about two, three, four years, and finally said, oh, okay, well, it wasn't nothing there. I mean, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they did. Yeah. So when I look at yeah. when, I, when I see Joe Scarborough, I'd be going, look at him, he's just as nasty as he can be, nasty man. Mm. He's a nasty man. So, I'm, so uh, but I'm saying that. Uh, 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 that 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 now they want to make like and again they use that against us and it wasn't nothing there, so it's so much hypocrisy. I guess what I'm saying is it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you when, when he, story. He does. He did better when he learned better. Yeah. Well, let, let me confirm your story. Uh, there's a mega There's another mega pastor has first uh, Second Baptist two major locations, thirty thousand members each. Almost forty thousand members. A lot of people talk about uh, Joe Osteen, but he's not the largest mega pastor in Houston, Texas. There's one by the name of Ed Young. You got Ed, Ed Young Jr. in Dallas, and uh, in his pulpit during the sermon at Second Baptist uh, for two ninety over there, he encouraged every church member in his congregation to not only vote but to vote Democrats out of office. Wow. First Baptist downtown and they all yeah. high fired him, celebrated, and he, he he called to action campaigning from the pulpit, without yep. a doubt, without saying you know this. I don't care if you the Republican or Democrat, we want you to vote. He said, I want you to vote this way. We are to encourage you to vote. It's your civic duty, but we are not to do what he did. Wow! Exactly, exactly. We do it the right way, the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're not telling. You, you, I haven't yet heard of it being an epidemic among, you know, black pastoral leaders to tell their congregants that the other party is cooking and eating babies, for example. I mean, it's gotten so. Insane, right. and you know, it, it's 
probably always been horrible, but to me, it just became so far out of left field when every day on the news, on certain news channels, you heard this this just crackpot stuff about how President Obama was the Antichrist because a fly landed on him. And, you know, all, just this hateful stuff that drives overzealous people to do crazy things, which they did a lot, inspired by these people who were given a platform and also had a huge congregation and a tax-free status to peddle their messages. I mean, it's just way been out of hand, but, you know, souls to the polls is the real problem, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm going to well, go, go visit, uh, I'm gonna go visit, T- I'm gonna go visit T.D. Chakes Church because my understanding, uh, you know, some, I've, I've been seeing it online, folks been seeing stuff, so that, that after Abbott wrote to that, he done lost a member. Oh. He lost some members with that. We brought Abbott really? up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm about to go visit the church. I ain't, ain't going to get an offer, no. I'm just going for the Lord. <laughs> really? Well, well uh, let me just share with you, sir, that if you don't get him an offer, you're going to have to sit way at the back or not yeah. at all. You may not get in there. You'll be by the back door. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Well, well, I think it'll be from, uh, from here. What I'm saying, from what I'm hearing, it'll be Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. Is that right? Is that right? Wow. Here's a quote from uh, Dr. Young, Ed Young. If Houston and Harris County is to survive, we had better throw those bums out of office. Quote. Oh, Ed, uh, wow. Young. Wow. In his pulpit. Watch this. And, and there's no uh, doubt why Greg Abbott is now filing a lawsuit against Harris County. Yet again. Wow. <laughs> you can just cut the hypocrisy with a knife. Yeah, yeah you can. 80,000 members. Um, Pastor Cooper, I just wanted to make mention to you, uh, since we were talking about Rick Warner, this is holiday season coming up. When I was stationed there in California those eight years, when Christmas, we went to his, oh, it was an event to be remembered for life. And that was, they did the Christmas um, program. They brought live animals in, Campbell's, every, every kind of, everything that yes. was in the, uh, it, you know about that one, everything that was in, yes. The, yes. in the ark yes. was brought in there. It was a yes. beautiful event. And because of that event, we, we had a Pentecostal church down here in Southeast Texas. They did one similar with uh, Resurrection Sunday, and they started you off with the uh, birth of Jesus and, and came through and brought him all the way to the cross. And, and, and by the time he ascended into heaven, uh, at the end, they, they had ministers there ministering to you to dedicate your life to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they mimicked that. But my that whole family, that we all had. went. Yes, we, wow, all, we all attended that because we were having, you know, my mother lived there for the whole time wow. that I was stationed there. She, she lived in um, Loma Linda in the hills there. And so we all went to uh, to that event. It was just outstanding. It was beautiful. Beautiful. And, you know, the, the other great thing I, I love yeah. about them, you don't hear this a lot. He had a 28-year-old son. 
that committed suicide and had problems for years and years that. and years. Yeah, I you knew, knew about, about that. that. And he never ceased his ministry and continued to minister to people as he needed to be ministered to himself. There were so many times in my own ministry, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm young right. in this thing compared to most of these guys, uh, been, been ministering for 22 years, pastoring, going okay. on 18 years. And, you know, so that put me in the mid part of my life, raising families and mortgages mm-hmm. and all right. college, you name it, you know, life and marriage and all of those things. And when I heard that story, there have been multiple times when I wanted to give up on everything. And I heard his story, I say, wow, how can I continue to cry and weep and moan about See? my own tragedy? <laughs> right. This guy right. is pastoring the world, including myself. Uh, and I, so I just dust myself off and kept going several times. There you go. I just go there back and go. remind myself of that story. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. That's what it takes. Wow. Well, okay. it wasn't that, 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 good. And how are we going? Look here. Look here. You know, somebody, somebody say one time, what is it? What was that saying? Uh, uh, religion is the opioid of the people. You know, we got politicians. Using using religion like it's opium, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and I don't know how we gonna. I, I mean, I, I mean, I got some ideas, but I don't know, how, you know Pastor Cooper, how we gonna how we gonna uh, break through all of that? Because because you know, you know the the way it works, you create the confusion, and so while while everybody confused, by the time you get from confused, all your money gone, and everything else gone. Mm-hmm. So how do we? <laughs> So how do we break through? So how do we break through all of that? Like we're doing now, uh, continue bringing news. Uh, I got this friend of mine. Uh, he always tell me inside out, and so I, I've been really concentrating on that inside out. So I can't feed the world, but I can Franklin a- uh, Avenue I, Franklin, and uh, Blanchett Street. So that we have a garden, a community garden. I just spoke in a Bible study one night, and I told the guy part of my vision, and. Uh, I, I I had to remind myself to continue to go revisit the vision, write the vision, make it plan. But I've I started That's to it. verbalize all the things that God is showing me to do. And and then I and I even went to him. I said, I can't do all this by myself. He said, Exactly. <laughs> you can't. Uh, that's the reason why he nailed his own son's hands to the cross, his own feet to the cross, because we are now his helping hands and and his feet. Instead of being swift to run to shed blood, we should be swift to uh, run to uh, show love to our brothers and sisters and yeah. in doubt and frustration. So so that's what happened. So now I, I have a garden at the church of I am that all I said was with my mouth about the vision. I come back to church three days later. There's a garden. And they They're planting a garden. They planted the garden. Neighborhood <laughs> garden. Community garden. Then he goes, he said, now all you need to do is plant the seed uh, and then put in the dirt and come back. So before we can leave out of church, he came back with the dirt, the seed. We have cabbage. We're ready to pick cabbage for the first freeze at, at the Church of I Am. One of my favorite That's vegetables. what we can do. Oh, one of your favorite vegetables. Oh, yeah, we had cabbage today. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sherry. Hey, hey, yes, sir. Hey, Sherry, sure, you know, Mike said, you know, what Mike said was Mike said, I said, well, how are we going to deal with that? He said, he said, I'm coming inside out. And, and basically, you know, and, and me and Mike, we have these conversations. But, but basically, what I was right. basically what I, you know, what we talk about is the fact that 
if you deal with the world from outside in, that means you're sitting around, you could be busy all day trying to figure out what the heck going on, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can right. do something about that, you want to do something about that. The only, the only way you can do something about that is change who or what you're doing. So you gotta, so you got to come from inside out, not outside in. Uh, make the world react to you. Don't react to the world. And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking more people. That's the Bible. That's that's the Bible, isn't it? Yeah. You know, your body is, you know, your body is the temple. That's where he resides. That's That's exactly right. Go ahead. Preach, man. I want to ordain you by the time this over. I want to ordain you. I'm telling you, man. The Honorable Dr. Arthur Fleming. That's not like a doctor's <laughs> name anyway. <laughs> Fleming. Fleming. Yeah, that's, that's basically just the name. Pretty, but, yeah. Well, well, I know it, 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 it but it's not really, but, but it's not complicated. <laughs> it, it's basically just, you know, know thyself, you know, uh, you know, and all like that. So basically focus on who you are, focus on what you want to see done. You know, you know, they, they, you know right now the politicians, they worry about the, the Republicans mainly. Uh, you know, all this wokeism, all this wokeism. Well, what they're talking about is they're talking about you yes. talking and, and you you talking to yourself. They're talking about you creating stuff that you want to see created. They're talking about you yes. gaining knowledge about yourself and about your own power. That's, yes. that, that, that scares them to death. They want, uh, the worst thing happened to them was COVID. When folks got off the grind, right, because they wasn't working like that, and they had a chance mm-hmm. to actually focus on themselves, and then they got this whole thing yeah. about, you know, you know, folks who want to go back into the, uh, uh, you know, work site when they can work at home, all this type of stuff. Well, basically, mm-hmm. that that was their hold on everybody. Kind of like, I, I mean, I, yeah. now, now, I don't mean this, uh, you know, right toward, you know, toward the church, but, you know, church, they, they were through the same thing. When people uh, couldn't come to the church, a lot of them pastors, and you remember some of them died because they refused to let it go. You know, they were trying to get the right. to come back anyway. They kill a bunch of them, right? So it's that control point there. Same way in the job market, that control point that that they don't have anymore that they had, and so they want you mm-hmm. to uh, get this woke stuff, go back to sleep, and go back to the grind. So, but don't mm-hmm. do. But Dr. Fleming, that's what we that's what we do. We we talk about all things to make them better. So we we don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, uh, Republican, Democrat. We we hold all people accountable, and and as we continue. To work with folks out there in coalitions, poor people campaign, and Rainbow Push Coalition, and all those other folks, Ben Crump, all these folks. What we're doing is we're holding everyone accountable. So I don't care if you're a pastor, I don't care if you're a politician, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic. We're going to hold you accountable. That is our job as the news media. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. And as uh, concerned citizens, I, I am a concerned citizen before I'm a politician. Uh, so, so, the, the, and, and watch this. And after what I've, yeah, and after what I've learned, uh, I'm probably going to end up in an office that I never ran for because I no longer care about running for an office. I care about the SL serving leadership, and and, mm-hmm. and that's what I've, I've learned to do to master it and learn how to uh, 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 excite and ignite people to want to participate. And then I, I, yeah. once they're on fire and they're caught on. I let them go, and then I go to the next group, and the next group, and the next there you group. Go. Next thing you know, yeah. we're fused together, and and Beaumont is mm-hmm. better. And I'm just telling you right now, 
There are a lot of you met uh, AJ Turner. That's one of my yeah. little young guys. You met there. Yeah. The, uh, I forget yeah. where y'all were, Doctor McKellar. Uh, but uh, he's one of those right. protégés, and I have he came several up and little AJ Turner. Came up and introduced he came and to me. Yeah, that, yes, that you were his mentor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and so now, <laughs> imagine I don't. And this, and I'm serious when I say I'll probably never run for office again because I'm more effective. Uh, Placing people and getting people in key positions because we work strategically to get him on city council, and in the large seat that's normally held by non-caring Anglo-white men, and and now it's not. I'm just reporting the news again, so I, I wish they cared, but I have to report what what it was. So now we have a young man at 32 years of age, and he led the neighborhood association program night. That Pastor Cooper has been driving all week long mm-hmm. to Dallas mm-hmm. and around the city mm-hmm. and. To, I didn't have the energy, the time, or the efforts to do what happened tonight. But because we sowed a seed into a young man, he's now doing the work that Dr. Shirley McKellar would have done, Mike Cooper would have done, Arthur would have done, Mr. Rihanna would have done, Dr. Sure. Hagner would have done. Sure. Well, if we continue mm-hmm. to do that, now I have I have probably another 20 A.J. Turners that you haven't met yet that's doing that right, work. Right, there, the there you go. There you go. I think we met at TML, Texas Municipal League Conference. Yes, that was it. He sent me the mm-hmm. selfie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fine young man. Fine young man. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, to my uh-huh. servant leadership, uh, Mike, uh, you know, I've had people over the years come to me and say, Arthur, you should be, you, you name some political position and so forth and so on. And I have to explain to them, I say, look, I have an opportunity to be a politician. I said, but I'm, like I told you before, I'm not a good liar, right? So, so I told him I'm gonna stay on the civil rights side of the ball. But, but I had, I had people come to me. You know, you could be doing this, or you could be doing that. And I'm going, mm-hmm. but, but and everything right. they were talking about was status position somewhere. And mm-hmm. I had to explain to them that every, you know, that once you get into those positions, you actually have less power, not more, because then you're working with a whole, whole another different, Correct. Uh, you know, dynamic. So I have, you have more power. You know, serving leader, yes. uh, working with the community yes. directly. No, no, you know it's not a, it's not flashy, but that ain't what I'm doing. And so that's what people need to understand. We need more serving leaders, folks that ain't worried about uh, who gets the credit, right? Because you know, I mean, yeah. I've had folks still. I tell folks this. I say, you know, you know, I'm about giving away all the knowledge I got. I say sometimes I have to hide it so they can steal it, you know. And so, you know, I told them to get it. You know, they're going to get it. Right. They steal it. Okay, don't steal it. Well, <laughs> you know, I can't give it directly. You know, but as long as it gets done, that's my point. That's right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of getting done, we'll come back. now that all the, te- all the I'm sorry. Go, no, go, go ahead. Saying something go, go, go ahead. Okay. No, wait, no, you can you can give that final point, please, by all means. Well, I'm just uh, – when Arthur started talking, I started thinking, and, uh, you know, when we SL, serving leadership, it's not just our community. People are watching our leadership skills and, and, and techniques, and they're, they're, they're called. I don't know if they called you out, but they're called. And I was called to Everdale on the way back from dealing with something in, in a whole other area. I think I was in Fort Bend doing something. But I was called to Everdale. And they sent me an address and said, we need you in Everdale. Now, let me help you out with something. There's not a whole lot of African Americans in Everdale, Texas. I don't know if y'all know anything about Everdale. So, no, I don't. Uh, 
I didn't. Ask, yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't ask questions. I just know that someone knows my work, and they know that we're affected. So they sent me an address and said, "Can you meet me here? There's a meeting at eight o'clock." I said, "I'm on my way." By the time I got halfway there, they said, "At the mention of you coming, we were able to solve our issue." This this is what I'm talking about. And when you go now, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Fleming. Uh, one of the reasons why God had to harden the Pharaoh's heart is to send a message to the enemies of the future. See, every, every seat that we run for is, is not necessary. And Roland Martin said this today, uh, you know, the people talking about, oh, Beto wasted his time and uh, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson wasted his time. He said, without uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson, we wouldn't have had, and, and, and yeah. I don't follow everything Roland does. You heard that? We wouldn't have uh, yeah. Barack Obama, you know, mm-hmm. with, without the Nancy Pelosi's, uh, uh, Hakeem uh, Jeffries uh, will, will not be able to stand. Uh, we, right. we have to continue to fight. And without the Dr. Shirley McKellar, uh what's his name, Jamar Jeffries, the, the junior, the, the guy that just ran for U.S. Congress, yeah. uh, wouldn't be able to Jamar. have a mouth mm-hmm. to stand. Jamar, yeah. Uh, w- yeah. Without uh, Eric Williams, uh, you know, uh, there would not be a Miss Crockett, and even though uh, what's her name, Bernice, was there for 30 years, but it's yeah. still the new faces of people running for these offices, and, and they're right. successful whether they land in the office or not. So th- this is what right. I'm saying is that even in our opposition and our uh, temporary setbacks, because they're not defeats, uh, in our temporary setbacks for that moment, is a setup to send a word to the enemy that hey they're not going away they're not going to they, yeah not hey, there you go yes absolutely not going away not going away not going away and that that was that was one of the things from Miss Opal also uh, Mr Arthur uh, we we talked about Miss Opal I believe before you came on mm-hmm. <clears throat> talked about what an amazing amazing evening that we had with her. And she admonished us not to wait uh, for handouts. Uh, let's yeah. hand up each other and uh, support each other. She said, be a committee of one. And so what I was the mistress of ceremony for the evening and what I said to them is, so if we are a committee of one and we can, ac- and we can accomplish half of what Miss Opal has accomplished, can you imagine what we can do as a committee together? As a group together, working for the greater group. Well, I'd like to say like this, Shirley. Shirley, I would say like this. If if you're a leader, if you're about getting something done, you have to be able to to uh, 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 go by yourself. You you have to be willing to stand up by yourself. If if you're not willing to stand up, if, if you're not willing to stand there by yourself and deliver the truth, then if you need a crowd. Then you probably don't need to do it. That's all you know. You, you have to be willing yeah. to uh, you know, right. understand that that, that uh, uh, you know, like every and what Mike said earlier, you know, every effort, every effort you say, well, well, you know, they didn't win or whatever. Yeah, but they yeah, but they laid that impression. They left an impression. They left a print. And then the next person that come by, next person come by, they hit that same print. I say, yeah, but they lost last time. Yeah, but now it's different. Now they're winning, you know, doing the same thing. So we have to understand that that's how it works. It's not about, win, quote, winning and losing. The only time you lose is when you stop 
trying, then, then you, you lost. It's all in happiness. There you go. That's why you just yeah. learn it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. I agree. Beautiful. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Well, Miss Opal gave us a message, and and I'm ready to comply with it. And so, it's a message that we have already embraced, anyways. And so, I want to share with you, you all, that how. We kicked off today, well, starting yesterday, uh, she she came in on, well, she came in on Sunday morning, and then she she spent all day on Sunday with us, and then she was a, a keynote speaker of the program on last night. And so I carried two of my uh, friends, well, they've become friends, well, one of them was already an old business partner, and then the other one, I got to know him, uh, spent the last two days with him, and that is, uh, those were investors, investors that came in from from uh, Florida and uh, by way of New York. They're with a group called Paramount, and they have informed me that they will be able to fund my entire project that I'm working on. Wow. <laughs> that I thought you awesome. guys I thought you would appreciate that. I thought you would appreciate yes. that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. We're oh excited. My goodness. We had we had the two we had the two architects on. We had my sister, the third one, she was on Zoom. We had dinner in the restaurant this from twelve until two. And we had our meeting and we had a work luncheon and we had the city of Tyler um, housing authority. We had the two uh, architects and we had the engineer and the builder and the supplier and the VA representative uh, on zoom and um, uh, all of the people that we needed. We had we See, all the way down to the marketing. Yes, person. Inside out, sure. so, See, that's inside, inside, inside out. Yes, I like it. Inside out. (laughs) Inside out. We had it all the way down. We we had the. We're going to build an assisted living facility and another in a event center, a smaller event center that would accommodate. I say small, accommodate about five hundred people. The 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 architects sat there. The architects sat there drawing out, drawing out plans as we were speaking. They were pulling up and programming and it was an amazing, amazing day. And then we got in the cars and we, we transported out to my land. And then we went to the 308 acres land. I have 60. And then there was, there's land all around loop 323. We just had an amazing time. I showed them various they, – they were overwhelmed with how beautiful Tyler, Texas is. And I, I informed Love them that Tyler, Texas, yes, that's the second richest city in the state of Texas. And you know we Tyler got 254 a, counties. Tyler is a beautiful city. I said, yes, Tyler's yes. always been a beautiful city. I've been always. scared to come out there at night. Yeah, I've been scared to come out there at night, though. Baby, it's just beautiful city. 
Doctor Mattel will protect you. There you go. Don't worry. What is he afraid of? Talk to me. What are you afraid of, Mentality? God is not. Well, you know, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, you know, I told you about this. We had to come down there because they came, they shot this black lady that was in the bed, a paraplegic lady, shot and killed her. And so we had to come down here to the Harvey House. We came and met with the city founders down to the Harvey House. So forth and so on, sure you know, about the shooting and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and uh, 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 they shut the whole town down. They shut it down. And, and, and uh, you know, the Klan, the Klan was downtown to protest whatever they was doing. You know, we had police up, up on top of the Harvard House. And so, and so, you know, and, of course, you know, we marched around. We, we did a little march around Harvard House, uh, 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 you know, just for the protest part of it. But I'm just saying, that's why I said, that's why I say, you know, I'll come but not at night. So that's why I'm saying that. But but, but <laughs> you have protection now. You, the, the, I have a Oh, this is a little bit different. That, that, that's different. That, 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 yeah. That's a lot different. Yeah. That. You know, I know Shirley McKellen. Oh, yeah. you, you, mean, know, I, you, you know, I just say, I, I mean, I heard. say to seven. They have a, I say to seven they o'clock. They have a pro temp that, that happens to be African-American <laughs> and, and female. So you have all kinds of protection. The city uh, <laughs> police officers report to her. I mean, she's a mayor pro temp. There you go. Mm-hmm. They report to me. That's right. And I, 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 I ain't scared. I got no Shirley McKellar. If, if mm-hmm. they hit me, I'm holler Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Funny. You got protection. Yeah. I roll up in time. Yeah, besides that, you're going to be like, like I own it. anyway, right? And you know you don't yeah, come to town unless you went one person. So uh, let me tell you. When he comes to town, he's going he's to find one person. Uh-huh. I got one spot when I come to uh, town. I go to I go to Taste of Delight Park. That's, That's it. Right. That's what I roll up on. That's right. Yeah. That's, it. That's where we roll up on. Oh, yeah, well, you, I'm sorry you were not here today. Let me tell you, the food was amazing. It was amazing. That, that chef came in and blackened that catfish and fried a little and baked that chicken and oh my goodness and had he had mm-hmm. the, all the peppers, the yellow and the red and the orange peppers over the oh man we. We threw down to oh, the we ain't had all the good time. We've been have down there yet. There you, there you go. Then after after we finished talking about the land, I said, Let's talk about the restaurant. And how we oh he said, wow. Oh, oh, we got money to throw away. <laughs> wow. So we know we're gonna have for good products, for, for great programs. Mm-hmm. You know we gotta fund those things. I mean it was wow. it was a happy day in the city of Tyler, Texas today. On the north That's side. Good work. On the sunny side. side. <laughs> the north side. Okay. As they say, north well, I like Tyler. To, <laughs> well, sure, I like to think I held it down until you got back out the military. I'm so glad. You held, I'm you so held glad it I, down. I, 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 I appreciate you. I appreciate you holding it down. <laughs> I appreciate you taking care of my, our little citizens. That. Somebody yeah, walked into hey, the wrong house. Wrong house. You, you, you remember Decker? Decker, the NAACP president down there, Mr. Decker? You remember Mr. Decker? Right? Ernest Decker, of course, Ernest Decker. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Decker. Yeah, we, we miss him. We'll look at when rats. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, look here. Uh, when we when we marched around the Harvey House, you know what happened was, you know, we told Mr. Decker, "Hey, look, we want to march around the Harvey House." <laughs> Mr. Decker say, "He said, no, nah, y'all can't do that." He said, "He said, look, he said, y'all gonna, he said, y'all gonna march around that, then y'all gonna leave." He said, I still gotta be here, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. Anyway, I understand so, that. Anyway, so, anyway, so, anyway, so, anyway, so, anyway, so, anyway, so, so Gary Bless, so Bob did myself. We got to, you know, we got him calling. So Gary said, "Look, I tell you what, if y'all go walk the, if y'all go walk the route, he said, and then he said, I'll, he said, I'll keep, he said, I'll have him back here. You know, we'll be talking, and y'all gonna do the march, right? So we went, we went walked around. That's when I saw them police up there, with their guns on top of the building. And then so you know, by the time Mr. Decker found, you know, figured out, you know, hey, yeah, the march was over. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's there you go. They're not right fooling that old man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, look, if they didn't kill him, he's still, he's still alive. I mean, he, he lived after that. <laughs> yeah, he lived after that. Yeah, he's not uh, still alive, but he lived after that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he lived after that. So, hey, you know, I mean, you know, and probably have more power, you know. <laughs> probably, so, you're hey. right. All right. You know, so I'm just saying, clear. you know, so anyway. But now, nah, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know about I know about Tyler and the Harvey House. Oh yeah, I know about all that. Yeah, that, that, a great town. I'm glad you're back, Shirley. Glad you're back. Thanks. Things have changed. Glad to be, glad to be home. <laughs> new, yeah. They say a new sheriff's in town. New no, sheriff. Well, hey. <laughs> they are changes. Yeah, a lot of changes. A lot of changes. So let's see. We didn't want to talk about Marjorie Taylor, but she—I I heard she was extremely, extremely wealthy. Oh yeah, yeah, like, now, oh, yeah now oh, she is all that inside of trading. Yeah, all that inside of trading. Yeah, she's wealthy now. She's become yeah, quite wealthy. Like they always do. Oh, that's, mm. that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But what's the latest place? The synergy. Huh? That, that Warnock took her place. Yeah. Uh, who was it that Warnock took it's place? A, a female, blonde-haired female lady. Oh yeah, it's that yes, one that's on that Lockler. basketball team. Kelly Lockler. Yeah, the one on that basketball okay. team, but it was well, her. Well, well, see, you gotta understand now. They, they make uh, what was it, like one hundred seventy-nine thousand dollars a year, and she hadn't done it long. But prior to that, she worked for a. Corporation, Toyota Financial, and I happen to know a little bit something about that. That's probably an eighty-three thousand dollars a year job. But mm-hmm. yeah, we, who are we talking about? Who, who are we talking about here? Who, who are we talking about? Kelly Walker. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said Mark. Yeah. Yeah, she was appointed, and then she ran and Warner beat her. I think that's mm-hmm. how the story went. Y'all correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. I'm, it's a lot of stuff yeah. wrong who we, around Who are we talking head. about? I'm sorry. I missed that. Kelly Loeffler. Loeffler. The Loeffler lady. She's married to the president yeah. of uh, the NASDAQ uh, uh, in uh-huh. New York. Mm-hmm. She's married to the president. So someone asked her how much money she worked, and she knew where they were going with it. And she said, oh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, my husband takes my little uh, pennies and, 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 and and invest them yeah, for right. Okay. Yeah, but it's all inside the mm-hmm. How do you take $83,000 all of a sudden now you worth $187 million? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Yeah. I, missed, I missed that story. Oh, yeah. Well, I, oh, yeah. I, I had to be surrounded. Now, they say that she 
that she chose the right sweets to sleep is how she got up there so fast. Now, I don't know how true it is, but, that's, but, but that sounds bad. She, uh, she chose the Arthur, right what? <laughs> Messy, you know what? You're no longer Dr. Fleming. You're Messy Arthur. <laughs> This radio show is brought to you by Possibly the insider FBI moles. For freedom? Yeah, I would think so because Lord <laughs> knows that <laughs> they got dirt on them. <laughs> exactly, of course. Uh-huh. And Lord knows mm-hmm. that he would throw them under the bus, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And Ivanka knows that. She's just as much of a snake as he is. True. There you go. Okay. Okay. She, oh. she, 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 I'm too pretty to go to jail. Mm. Oh. <laughs> she's not uh-huh. gonna vacuum this time. She's gonna stand a four off this time. Right. Right. She's, oh, there, she's there, there has nothing to do with his his run, which I think it's all he's. There's no run, but he's gonna stay in that race long enough to bribe all the Republicans and make as much money as he can off a super PAC. And, oh yeah. But he won't. His right. ego can't handle losing again. He'll pull out okay. for health reasons or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After but he thinks it'll, it'll make him money and keep him out of prison. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anybody well, that like I told y'all last week, like I told y'all last week, anybody think them jokes and change, just stop it. No. Uh uh-uh. uh, they 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 gonna they gonna roll this thing. And, and again, I think I, again, I ain't mad at them. Yeah, keep on doing that. But we need to do what we need to oh, do yeah. to go ahead and take yeah. them on out because 
they, you know, like they serious about what they talking about. Both need to understand that. Yeah. The same political talk. You know, they real. I mean, they for real about that. They want an authoritarian, uh, oligarchic system set up. That's why you got all yep. these dumb people. Dumb. This is the dumbest batch of billionaires I ever seen. Everybody oh, dumb, but everybody thinks they know how to run something. And all of them know yep. they got hooked up in the league system, just like Trump said. It's rigged. I know it's rigged because I have rigged. You know, just something yeah. so exactly. He said he knows. That's why he says yeah. it's rigged. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, Pastor Cooper, why don't you spend a little time trying to train Herschel Walker on how to campaign, and he wouldn't have to have people sitting next to him. To <laughs> Oh. Did you see Ted speaking for him today? Oh Lord! Oh, he, 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 he's been doing it for a week and a half now. He's been Is doing it for right? a week and a half now. Oh, wow! Did he cry like Lindsey Graham? Did you see him? Do, you see him doing the moonwalk? You see him trying to do the moonwalk? I, I mean, he was oh. trying to be real. He was doing a real shucking and jiving. He was shucking oh, and jiving no. for real. No. Oh. It was pathetic. I mean. You know, putting oh. the suit on, stepping, and he was mm. fetching. And I'm going, Lord, oh my God. really? really? Y'all going to do that to this man? No, and I'm mad at them now for doing this to Herschel. See, I was mad at Herschel, but I see Herschel don't right. know that. See, he has an excuse. You're right, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And he's like a three-year-old. It's, it's really uh-huh. sad and the same we, we, we need to sad. rescue him. We need to invention. We need to rescue him. Exactly. Let's do an intervention. Let's do an intervention. We need an intervention. We need to rescue him. Seriously. I mean, this is, this, this is like taking a child and, and yeah. saying that you want to work the streets, you want to be a prostitute, you want to go yeah. and work a sweatshop. You want to, he needs protection by a responsible yeah. adult. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know he got, hey, you know he got five personalities, right? But we don't know which That's one be popping out. He needs medicine. He needs he needs therapy. He needs all of that stuff, man. I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. This, yeah. I mean, really, yeah, honestly, I'm not even joking. Right. Yeah. Herschel live here in the metro place. I don't know what he doing in Georgia. So we had mm-hmm. family up here. He I Dad, he lives uh, where? Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moved from they, they, they came and got him. They came and got him and took him to Georgia to run him. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope people understand, you know, we, we've laughed and, and joked and stuff like that. Pastor Cooper is, is is dead serious about this. This this is just how despicable these people are that they're, they deliberately sought him out. Yes, they deliberately sought him out, knowing that, you know, in their mind, oh, he's just an idiot. He truly yeah. has traumatic brain injury. Truly. Yeah. He truly yeah. has yeah. mental health issues. Yeah. He, his, he, his cognitive abilities are not there, and these people are very well aware of it, and they, they yeah, give him some cue cards. 
and they sit next to him and they prop him up and they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Of course they do. It's truly disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Let me give you some professional insight in what you just said. Uh, A a brain injury from, uh, uh, well, to have the issues, the cognitive skill issues that he has right now is called from blunt force. It is a brain injury, which means that there's severed tissues, disconnections, and mm-hmm. dead brain cells in certain parts of his his, 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 his brain, and mm-hmm. guess what? They're not going yeah. to recover. So he has no. to train mentally, cognitively, to use other areas of the cerebral. He is hey, not hey, able to do that on his own. Go ahead. Right. Hey, hey, Mike, you know, you know, I was thinking about that. Now, now I know what I just said. But then I got to thinking. Well, what's what's Scott's problem? Well, what's his problem? Is he? Is he? Is he? Uh, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Timmy, what's Timmy's problem? Uh, well, because did, did he well, play that, football? That's about money. That, that's about money. He <laughs> he, he didn't want to return back. That's about money. That's all it is. You said did he play so, football? So he's doing so he's doing menstrual politics. What we talking about? But both of them doing yeah. menstrual politics. And, mm-hmm. and that's what he doesn't understand. You know, they're doing menstrual politics. That's what they're doing. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. a shame that, they, that they're that doing both of them like that. You know, mm-hmm. Scott, he's so menstrually that yep. he can't even come to a he, – he can't work with the – he can't come you know, some kind of police reform. Yep. You know, and, you and, and that's after he come out how the police them did him. But you can listen to wow. Hunter Walker and, and know that there, there's some mental illness there that the mm-hmm. medication is needed. I mean, and uh, he shouldn't be in public eye the way he is. Uh, right. It's just, it, it's really well, we, we have five, he, he admits he has five personalities, so, so, you know, so it ain't like he's pretending that he don't have some type of mental condition. Everybody knows he right. has five personalities, okay? So mm-hmm. everybody know that. The Republicans knew that, too, when they were well, his son knows. Mm-hmm. His unborn child, children know it. Uh, all, all of those things. Uh, all of those things. And, and and you know, watch this. There, there's a big block uh, of African American men that I know mm-hmm. for a fact set out. They didn't vote. They did not vote because uh, wow. they are they they have morals. They have things. They're conservatives that they care about, worry about. Uh, is the Republican Party the way they like it? No. That's why they didn't vote Republican. But they didn't vote Democrat either. They they set out. Uh, they they yeah. worried about these things. So I get it. I guess so, so. Thing, but here's the thing why they said that, Mike, but, but here's the thing, though. See, and it's why, and this is what I don't get. You know, like, they give them, they, they give them, they, they give them something that ain't got nothing to do with their pocketbook, you know, kind of like they do mm-hmm. with white people, you know, you, can, you, you, you know, you better than the lowest black person. Now, they give them something that's emotional, ain't got nothing to do with, you know, with nothing else, and while they upset about that and sitting out, they, they reach in their pocket robbing them. And, 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 you know, and we right. have to come well, to well, let, me help you, let me help you out with something. Let you me help you out with something. I'm around these men that you're talking about all the time because I just demoted you from being a pastor uh, in the same uh, meeting. Uh, well, well, yeah. Yeah. Am I still a professor? Yeah. Does it get to be a professor? Well, you, you, uh, you are an a- adjunct. <laughs> a- 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 <laughs> 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 well, I'm adjunct. <laughs> 
Well, I work at Pace Light University. I work at Pace Light University. You work at Pace Light. Not University. But no, my my point though, and I'm serious when I say this because I don't really care about the Republican Democrat. I found out that because I grew up in the neighborhood I grew up in, this is what people say. Hey, this is what we do. So when I look at the outline of my life and how the Bible says train up child the way that you should go. Right. We are looking for and especially we're looking for someone or somebody or or group that we can be proud of. And right now that that's important that they're not proud of, but yet they respect how they were reared, they respect uh their forefathers, they respect uh people's uh choice. So they don't speak about it loudly, publicly. They don't hardly speak about it at all. But I make them comfortable to where I can discuss some things, and they care about mm-hmm. their young black daughters uh, not having abortions. They care about the borders. Right. Oh, let me say something. They care about the borders. Yeah. This is what they tell me. They care about their borders. They say, we have a fence around our house. And we protect ourselves. We we have guns, and we protect our families. So people think that we are killing our babies. They think that we are not protecting our families. They say, I wish somebody would knock on my door. I wish somebody would try to take my house. We have to protect our borders. But they don't know but how to do it. Again, again, Mike, that's the visualization that has been put mm-hmm. out by the political system, and I'm saying that what we have to do, and so what we have to do is just understand that that's what that is, because that ain't true. So it's a lot of stuff about our community that ain't true, and so and so what I'm saying is that you know we need to. And so I try to get them to understand when I talk to them, and I talk to them. I know I, mean, I know them brothers that you're talking about. And I try to get them to understand. Look, we look, we've always voted for the least racist person. We're we're in a white supremacist system, so. So we have to vote for the least racist person. We don't have we we can't we we can't be picking personalities like some folks do. Well, you know I don't yeah. like him. Well, you know I like you know no no you can't do that. You have to go because the because the system is you know it's what it is. So we have to do what's best to get where we're going. You know what? Do it again. Vote for the least racist race person. I'm but you, but they're, but, they're moving. <clears throat> I'm telling you, they're moving now. This is my point. And, and these folks are moving around. I was with some of them in, in Dallas. There's only 200 of them in Dallas this weekend. And they are moving in their community. Hey, hey you sound kind of muffled. Hey, hey, Mike, you sound kind of muffled yeah. right now. You, uh, you're away from your, yeah, you away from your phone. Can you, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh, oh that's okay. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what did you say now? What did you I'm say? moving around. I, I get excited, so I'm moving around. But uh, the, the, they are uh, excited and ignited to move around in their communities right now. These, these folks yeah, are so watch right. it. That's what I'm saying. They're moving around, and I guarantee you, next two to three years, you're going to see it on the state level, where they're going to be out mm-hmm. in, in, in droves voting and unashamedly yeah. voting Democrat. I'm just telling you, because they're seeing people like yourself, seeing people like myself, seeing people like Miss Rihanna, seeing people like Dr. McKellar, Dr. Hagney, because we are going into our neighborhoods making a difference. And I see a, a, a firestorm coming, and it's burning from Tyler, Texas, all the way to DeSoto, to Dallas, to uh, Oak Cliff, down to Beaumont, Texas, Jefferson County, and it's going to take over the state of Texas. I see it coming. 
Our work is not over. Do not get weary and you're well doing. We're doing well. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The black waves stop the red wave. I'm telling you what happened. Mm-hmm. The black waves yes. stop the red wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. Yep. So, yep. so, so we need to claim that. We need to claim that and build on it. Mm-hmm. Just build on it. You know, we we had well, that power. And, you know, see, we got more authority. You know, and, and you know, and, and more authority give your boat a little bit extra oomph. Mhm. Mm. Well, and we've mentioned on on this program a bunch of times, but just a reminder, you know, a good chunk of that work is being done already because the you know i think it was you uh the the largest survey of voters and they were studying uh they were surveying millennials and what they found like, it was a huge survey and they found that uh about it had to do with religion and politics and particularly this right wing intermingling of religion and politics was driving millennials out of the pews and away from politics simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen is that the the good work that people uh, like Dr. McKellar, like Pastor Cooper, like Arthur Fleming do, like, like uh, Dr. Hackney does, every day is bringing them back into the fold. And that's my point. Right. They're paving the way forward, determining the future. So, you know, let let, let the crazy keep doing their crazy because it's driving people this direction. Right. I see a growth. I see a growth of masses coming. I see it. I see it coming. I can feel it coming. I'm encouraged. Who's the song? song? I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. (laughs) I am encouraged. I'm telling you, yeah. well, I've been on the ground. We all know this is what change. We know this is what change look like. This is what change look like, y'all. There you go. Sometimes you look like you're losing. Sometimes you look like you're winning. But if you but if you stand consistent with it, uh, you know, you, you know, you're gonna win more often than not. So basically, again, right. I'm, I'm just encouraging people to embrace their own power. You know, don't be trying mm-hmm. to figure out uh, what this politician can do for you. You need to figure out what you can do for you. And then go give mm-hmm. it that politician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and let him know uh, what you need done. Right. Yeah. Well, even I was talking to my daughter about this just the other day, um, and I forget how it even came up, but, you know, I was feeling really discouraged by this, just this rhetoric that just keeps ramping up. You know, this the way that, that they say, Oh, we've got to get rid of this woke stuff and what they're, I know what they're talking about. We all know what they're, right. what they're talking about right. are, you know, yeah. people who don't necessarily look like them talking about being themselves and living in their lives and how policy affects them. You know, it, it's so dismissive and so nasty and we all know what it is. We all know what they're saying and why they're saying it. The way they talk, oh, critical race theory, all this nonsense. Mm -hmm. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, right when I'm feeling discouraged, I've got my 16-year-old and my 18-year-old just having casual conversation in the car and I realize that in my lifetime, some of the most despairing moments that I remember having watching people be bullied for various things, you know, racism, 
uh, anti-LGBT, you know, bullying and remember thinking, I hope my kids don't have to live in a world where this is normal. And my kids don't live in a world where that's no- that's not normal in their world. Those things. Right. In my lifetime, that has happened. You know, that that the way well, that my kids... And Rihanna, that's right. because you created that normal. You, you created that. Right. Because if you wouldn't have been like right. that, if you wasn't who you were, trust me, they wouldn't be who they are. So I appreciate you, for, you know, for doing and all these things. That's our future. To do yeah. that. And we're better that's for That's right. And they're going to go out and touch more and influence their influencers. And, and, and a lot of people, I, I even had a guy, he happened to be Republican, and he's a solid head Republican guy. And, and I told him, and he said, well, because I walked in the room, and he got quiet. He, he figured, I know everything. I said, I don't know everything. I say I learned that actually listening from you, how to, how to uh, uh, better articulate my points so I don't lose you. And, and I said, go ahead and speak your mind. And he, and he, spoke, and he spoke his piece after uh, Donald Trump spoke the other night and, and did his little speech, whatever. He said, I, I, I'm tired. I, I, I didn't listen to that. I said, it's called rhetoric. I said, so therefore... I need to hear from you. Others need to hear from you because they identify with you, and you don't realize that you are empowering change right now when you say mm-hmm. you move past him. You move past. He's had his time, and he needs to go sit down. Then I go and interview another guy, and he said, oh, I didn't watch that last night. Oh, I, I, nobody had time for that. So change is taking place, and it's not just taking place on one side of the street. It's taking place on the other side of the street also. That's right. That's it. That's it. Very good. Great points. Mm-hmm. So my question then is, are we ready for this change that is about to take place? And let's talk about a little bit about what that change looks like. Do we know what this change looks like? Pastor Cooper? As far as whether you're ready or not, I say, I say as far as whether uh, is whether you know, I you are ready or not. That's that mm-hmm. is that's kind of a irrelevant question because guess what? It's been to happen. So okay. you know that being right. the, that being that being the case, you know, and uh, and, and you, remember living, you know, life has changed. I mean, life has changed, right? I mean, you know, one moment to the next moment, you're in a, you're in a different space. So life has changed. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, so that's nothing. You know, so it's about it's about you know how are you going to participate. In a change that's coming, okay. are you going to be? Yeah. Are you going to be? Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, helping deliver that baby. Uh, are you okay. going to be trying to, uh, you know, make sure that baby don't come as, you know, at this moment. So you know, so the, but the baby gonna come. Okay, the baby's coming. Okay. So it's just about you. Know, what you helping? Were you helping? Are you uh, you on the sideline hoping? You know, so I'm gonna I'm be helping. I'm gonna tell you what I've seen, Arthur. And again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak my. Uh, black uh, African-American brothers tonight. I've seen out of my race in particular, and as I go to different rooms, uh, I pick my hat off, put my hat on, just to do a kind of little survey. So I'm putting my hat back on as I go into the bigger cities. People walk up to me, black men walk up to me, and they encourage me. I never had that before. I never had. And what they're doing is encouraging themselves to get out. Yeah, and they're getting out and do more. So, Arthur, to take from your uh, your analogy, you kind of was using a metaphor there, and you stopped, and I'm going to help you with it for a second. 
are you going to help deliver the babies or not? Because it's coming. It's, we're about to give birth to this thing. Watch this. This is what I see. The birth is coming. We went through some Braxton Hicks. We went through some, some birth and pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, but guess what we are now? We got a lot of empowered midwives that have not been paid or recognized. That's it. Male and female. And they're going to help mm-hmm. deliver us through this thing. I'm telling you, I'm excited. That's Seven right. out of ten times, the Pharaoh's heart was hardened. I believe that God allowed the Pharaoh to win over Dr. Shirley McKellar. I believe that God hardened the hearts of the people for those three officers I ran for, never been a mayor, but now they're talking about, look what he's done. Imagine what I can do. I believe that God, because all things work together for good, because we we think we're around here talking about we lost. No, we didn't lose nothing. God said, no, not yet, because I want (laughs) you to tell the story that when I delivered you, that it was not sorrows or whatever his name is they gave you the millions of dollars it was not by the might of, uh, of the bass brothers out of fort worth it was not by the might uh, of the inheritance of somebody else it's by god's might because the odds are stacked up so high against you that it, they're going to have to say there must be a god must be a god <laughs> i think you just said yeah. something uh-huh <laughs> Thank you just said that. I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm encouraged. I think I'm preaching myself happy. I'm, I'm just closing. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm encouraged as well. I'm right You're preaching us I'm happy. Encouraged. <laughs> I'm encouraged. And as you do this work, as you do this work, just remember this. Uh, in this life, everything you possess, everything you have, it's all borrowed. It's all borrowed. You can't take it with you. And death is a great equalizer, so... Okay, how rich you are. Okay, okay, you got billions of dollars. That's Guess it. what? Yes, Guess what? You gonna die? I'm gonna talk to you on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so basically, from that perspective, uh, you know, just make this do the work, you know, and I guarantee you, whatever you need. Well, 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 Mr. Arthur, some people I don't want to, I don't want to talk to on the other side because I don't want to be in that place where they're gonna end up. Amen. Wrong place. Right. Maybe in the wrong place. <laughs> wrong, place. wrong place. Wrong place. Wrong place. <laughs> They're gonna wind up. They're gonna wind up having to deal with themselves. Is what it's gonna be about. Bottom line, <laughs> they got to deal with themselves. Yeah. All that they've done. And oh, yeah. nothing else. Yeah. We should be grateful that they're showing us right now who they are instead of hiding anymore. Yeah. yeah. hmm They don't. That's they're right. Identify. Not, not even a secret anymore, right? Not yeah, yeah, but that's all. how you get. And, and I'm good with yeah, that. But that's how yeah. you get to a new space, though. That's how you get to the new right. space. Right. You know, if they had, yeah. you know, they're out here now. We can all see it. Otherwise, because yeah. because it's been hit, you know. So now that it's out here, this is actually an opportunity to change that of which we want to change. So, uh, you know, yeah. otherwise, you know, because, you know, now everybody's in agreement that it is a thing. So now everybody can see the yeah. thing. So now yeah, it's right. what we're going to do with. It. Yep, that's it. I'm encouraged. Okay. Yep. I am absolutely encouraged. Then you, you can turn up the fire seven degrees hotter. <laughs> even even the one that, was, that gave a command to turn it up, he said, wait a minute, hold on a second. I see them in there. Not only are they surviving, but they're moving around. But I know I only put <laughs> exactly. three in there. They're not burning up. There's a fourth one. Yeah, they're not burning up. And there's a fourth one. And they're moving around. There's a fourth one in there. And you look like, they to my point, I'm saying. Son of man. Son of man. Yes, sir. <laughs> And, and watch this. Hey, hey, God's Mike. gonna use hey, hey. your enemies. Gonna be your 
You're blessed, huh? Footstool. Footstool. Hey, Mike. 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 Hey, that that the African American community, uh, we have like a, you know, like a, you know, head toward a 1.8 trillion dollar year economy, uh, and they looked at yeah. all the all the indicators, fashion, whether whatever it is, we are the leaders in all that. We actually have the power to take mm-hmm. down any of these uh, big corporations if we uh, get the mind to. So I'm so, so I'm saying that the power, the money's there, uh, you know, uh, and so all we have to do is just. Uh, educate ourselves on our power, and then just exercise. Right. We're on call. We're invited by Dr. Shirley McKellar with Black uh, Voters Matter, and uh, it was a large crowd, and it was my first time on the call. I've been so busy, I didn't realize that was my first time on the call. And thank you, Dr. McKellar, for the invite. And, and I wanted to just, yeah, I just wanted to jump in there that night, and, and I'm going to say what I wanted to say then now, and that is this. When Asian community, Hispanic community, Mm-hmm. American community all come together in the primary. We can determine who's going to be in our general election because it only takes 600,000 votes. And we have well over 6 million voices out there that's registered to vote. All we need is 600,000 votes. And then 9 million didn't vote, Mike. I understand. All I need is 600,000 in the primaries. I'm telling you right now, we need 600,000 votes. In the primary, and you can set a, a, a slate that looks more like the state of Texas than the one that we always set forth, one that, that encompasses from, from black to white to Hispanic to Native American. Uh, I was on right. my first call with my Native, Native American brothers just the other day. So, I mean, we, we have to make sure that uh, we talk about the right things and those things are, are that. Let's show up in the primaries and, and general election take care of itself. There you go. I agree with that. Wow. Well, that's comforting to know. Uh, and then then I'm just looking. I'm sorry I got a little sidetracked because I was reading that the uh, Pennsylvania House, they won those seats out there mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, right? Yes. The state house as well as – go ahead, Ms. Tarkin. <laughs> No, 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 you agree. Uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, and uh, I think we went a couple of other state houses. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so then how many seats did they end up over in the uh, federal house, D.C.? How many uh, seats over? About five or I seven? Okay. Uh, that Bobart okay. lady, she won. That Bobart lady, she won her race. What? Oh, did she? Very good. Very good. No, 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 no Bobart. Yeah. Bobart. Oh no, no, that no, the Republican lady, the Republican lady. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. She barely yeah. won it, but she won it. she really. Mm-hmm. So of course she really. They're going to do a recount, so though, there was no cheating going on, but when she was down, yeah. of course, there was cheating. <laughs> well, so, yes. Well, was it large enough that it didn't have – that's not the one that have the recount, right? Is that the well, state I, I think yeah. that her, her opponent could have called for a recount, but he conceded already, so I don't know where that stands. Oh, okay. It's a very oh, thin oh, margin, okay. though, but he did concede. Yeah, but well, I think that, well, that was against the black guy, right? Running against the black no, guy. Um, I, I think it was a white guy. Colorado. White, white guy. Mm-hmm. Mixed up. 
Okay. Oh, this is Colorado. That's right. I remember. But the, yeah. But I okay. There's they're not the ones that need to have fifty one percent. It's just the whomever no. gets the highest vote. Right. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And I I have a feeling that he conceded so soon because she is so crazy and the rhetoric mm-hmm. that she peddles is so crazy. He wanted to it wasn't, wor- wasn't worth it to not it. feed into the election denial st- stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but watch this clown show. Watch this clown show in Congress. Uh, look here. What if oh, they give uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Look here. Now, 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 now we'll talk mm-hmm. to her. I would, I would say this about it. Now, what if they give her a committee chairmanship? Lord have Oh, mercy. my goodness. And, and I, heard, I heard she was a gazillionaire. She got lots of money. Yes, right? she's been in she office has, that inside of trade. She has certainly become quite quite the yeah. gazillionaire. Yes. Inside of trade. Yes. Yes. You heard her husband, and that didn't got divorced. Somebody told hey, hey, oh, hey, Mike, really? hey, Mike, not, hey, hey, Mike, I know you're going to strip me another yeah. one of my degrees, but I heard she was hanging out with Trump. Well, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and, and, okay, so there's another room you can't back. This is some more street stuff that you... Uh-oh, she just lost <laughs> another degree. Wait, all that time, Reverend all that anymore. whole 30 yeah. minutes that you spent in school, <laughs> now you... <laughs> I heard she's hanging with Trump. Who are you hearing from? the whole time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they told me she was hanging with Trump. They told me. <laughs> they told me. Who are they? <laughs> they okay. Who are they? <laughs> Who are they? You know, they're not right here. I mean, that's Mr. T.H. That's Mr. T.H. and Mrs. E.Y. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. And when we did all the thesis uh, papers, we had to use ACA. Hey, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, I'm like Republicans. Hey, Mike, I'm like Republicans. Hey, Mike, I'm like Republicans. I got it off the internet. Got it off the internet. It must be true. Arthur Citation is Well, you read Twitter's, some of Trump's on Twitter now that he's back on Twitter, but he refused to get back in there and start writing new stuff. Yeah, so you just I think that was something I wanted stuff. to say. He's back yeah, on Twitter yeah. again. Well, well, oh yeah. he won't. He won't tweet. Yeah, he's yeah, afraid he's not enough own. people are going to retweet him. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. Well, nobody's <laughs> going to listen to a tweet about his own tweets. Exactly. You better hear him get on. Hey Mike, you better hear him get back on Twitter for it. Ain't gonna be no Twitter the way that the way he lied. <laughs> no, he's got his own I forget what it's called. It ain't gonna be no Twitter when he gets through firing everybody. Exactly. He's on Truth Social. Social, yeah. <laughs> what is called Truth Social? Truth Social. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's an oxymoron. Right, exactly. right. Well, the if only censorship that happens so. is if you say something about him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, guys, much like we're doing on this show right now, the way we're laughing and dismissing all of this lunacy that's controlling our lives, the rest of the world is too. We're moving forward. (laughs) Exactly. Oh yes, absolutely. 
I've had a lot of belly rolls tonight. <laughs> so uh-huh. I think it's, I think it's ten o'clock. <laughs> it's time for us to stop laughing. Wow. <laughs> well, you can continue going? laughing. You just can't continue on this show. <laughs> your, time, your, your time is up. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> there you go. Right, where you gonna go? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to a taste of northern delight. Here. There you go. Northern Delight. Northern Delight. 403 West Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. There you go. Listen, guys, this has been so much fun. (laughs) Listen, I want everybody to be a part of what is getting ready to happen in District 3. All all my friends, all my, my amazing friends on Monday night, you have to be an active part on what's getting ready to happen. So whatever you bring, because we want, we want some minorities to have some contracts. So whatever you do, whatever you can bring to building facilities, bring it on. So the what, what's supplier the timeline? Because you're, you're talking to a guy well, this that's is, working this on the DBA, DBA huh? Very good. Well, so the next step is that the two architects and my sister, the builder, is going to lay out what it's going to look like. They're going to lay out the event center, lay out the assisted living facility, for which we don't have one in the northern part of the city. This will be the first of its kind. So they're going to put together what that piece is going to look like. And then they bring it back and submit it to the funder that came in from from Florida by way of New York. And then it will go from there. And they said that we can make this thing happen. We can kick this thing off. And, and probably in the next couple of three months, it may take us that long to begin to break some ground, but maybe not. Because he's seen the land. They saw the land today. Let me. I have to share photographs with you guys of uh, us being out there on the land. We had a blast out there today. So, well, I just want to be invited to the big shindig. Just invite there me to the go. big shindig when it goes there. The big, the big <laughs> ribbon cutting. Big ribbon cutting. But remember, yeah. we want some minorities and some women, minorities and women, to have some contracts. Mm-hmm. This building. Right. So, Miss Rihanna, whatever you you produce, I don't know what that is, but we want some minorities <laughs> and some women. And well, apparently, it's crazy. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Say it once more. I said, apparently, it's crazy babies I produce. Do you have a need for any of those? Well, listen, this has been fun, guys. And so we're going to catch a little news. I'm behind on the news because I've just been doing all other kind of things. I've been missing the news. So we're going to turn it over to Miss Rihanna and let her end the evening. And thank you so much. Dr. Hagney did send a message that he would not be able to be on with us this evening. So hopefully we'll have him back on next week. It's such a pleasure to have Miss Rihanna on tonight. So Miss Rihanna. It's not the same without her. It's just not the same. Oh. <laughs> It's just not. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And congratulations again. And also everybody out there, 
uh, on what Dr. McKellar just said. You know how to get a hold of us if you have uh, if you have a business or anything to offer. If you if you want to uh, get in on this uh, groundbreaking stuff going on in North Tyler, uh, submit yeah. your contract. Uh, you can email us at blogtalkusa.com. You can email me at uh, my email, rihanna.peagles at gmail.com. And you have our phone numbers as well. Or send us a message on the Blog Talk USA website. And we thank you. And we all love you. And I love you all. And we'll see you next week. Love you too, Max. One day when the glory comes. It will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, 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 oh, To the heavens, no man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, his spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the 
See you next week on Marvelous Monday. Bye for now. And happy Thanksgiving.